Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Det här är Teach Me Sweden, det är en humorpodcast där vi lär varandra svensk historia på grund av att en av oss är född i USA och en lyssnade inte i skolan. Jag heter Erik Broström. And I'm Jonathan Rollins and in this episode I will be teaching Erik all about an actor who changed his name and kinda changed the game. Oh yeah. Och nu snackar vi inte Jack Nicholson. No, 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 no. Nej. A little better than that. Ja, för det är ju svenskt. <laughs> of course, that's always, that's always better than that. Men vi snackar inte Stellan Skarsgård. No, 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 no. It's a little, little better than that. It's like this person, he's alive. Mm. Det är inte Stellan Skarsgård <laughs> och Jack Nicholson. <laughs> But if he dies, uh-huh. he dies. Oh, snap! <laughs> Här kommer det! Nacka om hjärtattack jag fick där alltså. Du skrämde skiten nu med Jonathan. I'm sorry man. Det gör inget. I'm just sitting here. Är det är lugnt. Jag, jag gillar att bli rädd. I didn't know. I think it's kind of racist if you get that scared. Hmm. Black man just... Jag har aldrig tänkt på det på det viset. Det hade varit värre om, om jag alltid bara blir rädd. Och du är typ så här, come on. Being scared is one thing, but throwing your wallet and trying to climb out the window is kind of racist. Rycker i vixelringen There's this joke It gets used by multiple comedians But uh, it's like normally a big black guy Telling the joke uh-huh. And I heard one version of it The guy's like uh, Man one time I was going on the elevator And I see this white old white lady On the elevator And she sees me And she clutches her purse And I'm just like The nerve of her To think That she's stronger than me? What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that bitch first. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's one of my favorite types of jokes. Is misdirection. Yeah. And uh, play like uh, confirming stereotypes. I love it. They're very cool. She's stronger than me? I heard it. It's a very unrelated joke, but now I'm going to think about it. På tal om gammal tant och mm. uh, It's a j- knock knock joke Okay Okay So uh, This is Me you told me this And I have I have Dad joke humor sometimes mm-hmm. So I like it Okay So knock knock Who's there? Old lady Old lady who? I didn't know you can yodel <laughs> Old lady who? <laughs> I love it Okay so That is the ultimate dad joke right? Yeah 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 Old lady who? Uh, but anyhow, let's teach me some Sweden, man. Yes, those of you that aren't familiar with this podcast, uh, this is a podcast where us two comedian friends mm-hmm. uh, teach each other different 
stories and lessons about Swedish history, and we uh, then we make up jokes as we go. Yeah. I'm going to be teaching Eric uh, this story about a person from <laughs> Swedish history. Oh, my God. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hans Lundgren. Hans Lundgren. Was born. You know this person? No. Yes, you do. I don't think I do. Was born on November 3rd, 1957 in Sponga. Ah. Now you know, right? Yeah. I know everyone in Sponga. <laughs> and that's for those of you that don't know, Sponga is just northwest of Stockholm. Mm-hmm. His parents were Sigrid Bergitta, Scherneld, mm-hmm. uh, a language teacher. Okay. See, um, back in the in the 1900s, they had jobs. Yeah. And Carl, <laughs> and Carl Hugo Johan Lundgren. Okay. Uh, an engineer and economist for the Swedish government. Oh, you know. This guy, yeah. Huh? Hans lived in Sponga till the age of 13, and then he moved to his parents' home in Nyland, Ongermanland. Okay. Uppotva. I don't know. It just sounds like a place where people change their minds a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not it. Ongermanland. Population 5, 75, 13, 20. I can't do the budget. Make up your mind. We can't Ongermanland. I, you like dad jokes. I never heard that. Uh, I, I've never heard anyone make that reference about Ongermanland. Oh, yeah. That's weird. I'm full of them. Yeah, but I'm, I'm surprised no one ever... I was uh, I was in Gothenburg. I, did, I was doing a show. And um, it's called Svartskala Stand-Up. You know about this yeah, show yeah, I yeah. do for uh, minorities in Sweden. And um, the I ask all, always ask what the Fororten, um towns are mm-hmm. and do like a shout out like a roll call all right who's from here and there yeah and uh there's a in, in the gothenburg one somebody gave me a list and one is called bakka uh, one is called angered yeah 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 and i was like angered that's gotta be the hood it's called in english is angered it's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> and bakka is a warning to everybody yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't come here bakka 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 <laughs> i'm from angered <laughs> Exactly. Which one is it? And people are like, oh my god, they never heard that. Yeah. Like, just me with this uh, English thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As uh, applied. That's to funny. <laughs> and I use that too. For Angered. That's Ongermanland. awesome. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna use it every time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Hans has two sisters and a younger brother. Mm-hmm. His father, as you do back then, was physically abusive. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was said to have taken out his frustrations on both Hans and his mother. Okay. His father would call him a loser during these times. Standard. Yeah, standard. Mm-hmm. Motivational. And he considered it motivational. Uh, as he got older, it w- he would use it to help him to reach his goals. Like, I'll show you, Dad. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not that healthy. No. Uh, he still maintained a love for his father, nonetheless, because that's another part of it, too. Mm-hmm. He found um, admirable things about him. He stated later that um, as a child, he was probably too much like him. I was probably too much like him. Like his dad? Yeah, like my dad. Very okay. stubborn. And that's perhaps that's what he couldn't deal with. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, see that? How blaming yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to give that little kid, go back and give little Hans a hug. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we all try to rationalize it away as a, I don't know, a kid who was abused. Yeah, självklart. Jag blev kanske inte det, men ändå. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
Hansa developed a desire to participate in heavy contact sports. Okay. Like boxing and karate. Mm. Karate. Not karate. It's on karate. Karate. <laughs> That's probably how he says it. Yeah. He credited the, the volatile father-son dynamic for that as well, like getting into that stuff. Yeah. Um, at a young age, he was insecure and suffered from allergies. Mm-hmm. Which just means he was Swedish. Uh, <laughs> he was very Swedish. He was a Swedish young man. <laughs> <laughs> he also showed a keen interest in drumming Ooh. and wanted to become a rock star. Oh, my Lord. Uh, but a little bit before that, seven years old, he, he tried judo and goyuru, which is, I guess, another martial art. He took up... Kuyoshin Karate at the age of 10 and began lifting weights as a teenager. Okay. Yeah. I wrote here, it's like he was training for the big showdown with his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll show you. <laughs> he once said, my dad always told me that if I wanted to make something special with my life, I have to go to America. Okay. Vad var uteslutande? Vad vill du bli? Nej, jag skulle bara vilja jobba på Volvo. You never gonna, gonna, be, gonna bring the belt. Yeah, you need to go to America, boy. <laughs> If you want to be something, you what do you want to work at Volvo forever? <laughs> you want to be like your poor old man, or you want to be the CEO of Volvo forever? <laughs> or do you want to be an economist for the Swedish government, like my loser yeah, self, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> or do you want to serve hamburgers at McDonald's in, in America? America? <laughs> Like a winner. <laughs> huh? Do it, son. Get out of here. <laughs> so after graduating from high school with uh, the equivalent of straight A's, Ooh. good student, yeah. he decided to do just that. He spent some time in the U.S. in the 1970s on various academic scholarships, mm-hmm. studying chemical engineering. Really? At Washington State University and Clemson University. Okay. Two big schools. Uh, and then he came back to Sweden because he had to do his one year military service. Okay. He joined the Swedish Coastal Artillery mm-hmm. at the Coastal Ranger School. Uh, after serving, he enrolled at the Royal Institute of Technology in Stockholm. This guy is another Swede that likes education. Yeah. And uh, he graduated in the early 80s with a degree in chemical engineering. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> Amidst his years of studying, Lundgren honed his karate skills by training <laughs> in the dojo. Oh yeah, for five years, and he had attained a black belt. Oh really? In Kyokushin. What is that? Is that a style? some type of uh, yeah karate? I got stuff. a black belt in Kyokushin. He captained the Swedish Kyokushin karate team. Okay, and was a challenger at the 1979. World Open Tournament, arranged by the organization. Hmm. He was good. Okay. He won the European Championships in 1980 and 1981. Jesus. And uh, a full. He also won a full contact karate tournament in Australia in 1982. This is a three-year run. He's just kicking ass. What the fuck? But education kept calling him. So while he was kicking ass in Australia. He graduated with a master's degree in chemical engineering at the University of Sydney. <laughs> Just like, uh. uh. He also, to make some cash in Sydney, 
He earned a living as a bouncer in a nightclub in the notorious King's Cross area. King's Cross? Mm-hmm. Is that in Stockholm? No, it's in Sydney. No, Sydney, sorry, yeah. Sydney, Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Okay. He I was, was thinking about the karate. Karate in yeah. Sydney. Yeah. So he was, that's when the when he won the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, tournament. So he was living there then. He was living there. Yeah. Finishing school and all that. Okay, and, yeah, cool. Uh, winning tournaments. Yeah, because nothing says karate like Australia, <laughs> mate. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> Blimey, you kicked me in the head. Who <laughs> fought kangaroo? <laughs> Uh, Lundgren was awarded hmm. a Fulbright scholarship. Oh, wait, I know who this is. To MIT in 1983. Yeah. I don't know if you know about MIT. Do you know about MIT? Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. It's, a, it's the elite of the elite. Yeah. One of the highest level schools in America. Yeah. And it was. I a, don't know him as... Hans. Yeah, right? right. Oh, my God. <laughs> It took me forever. Yeah, man. This was a big deal. I didn't give her any real clues. No. Yeah. But it, it was such a fascinating person yeah. that I should know who it is. Yeah, okay. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but uh, he, got, he, got into, he got a scholarship to MIT, one of the highest level schools in America, for those that don't know. Harigud. Uh, and this was a big deal. However, while preparing for the move to Boston to go to MIT, mm-hmm. he was spotted in a nightclub um, in... In Sydney, Australia. Yeah. By Grace Jones. Yeah. Yeah. And she hired him as a bodyguard. Mm. And then they, they became fell in love. lovers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he moved with Jones to New York City. Mm-hmm. Damn. Pussy was that good, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, maybe New York City MIT. was that good. Yeah. yeah. MIT. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sydney. But New York Just City. falling in love, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he dabbled in modeling. Yeah, he at, dabbled. Yeah, at the Zoli agency, but they described him as a bit too tall and muscular for a model size. For yeah, him. very chiseled face. <laughs> he earned a living as a bouncer at the Manhattan nightclub, The Limelight, mm-hmm. working with Chaz Palminteri. Nay. Yeah. But Han Oksan bouncer, Chaz. Uh, I guess so. I guess he was this weaker one. I <laughs> <laughs> gotta be. <laughs> In the daytime, he studied drama at the Warren Robertson Theater Workshop. Vilket jag fortfarande inte har sett något bevis på. Men and it said he also stated that uh, my time in New York City opened up my adolescent Swedish eyes to a multitude of different people and lifestyles, <laughs> mostly in the arts. I hung out with Andy Warhol, Keith Haring, Shit. Iman, mm-hmm. the famous model, and Steve Rubel. Uh, danced at Studio 54 and studied acting with Andy McDowell and Tom Hulse. <laughs> Tom Hulse. Hans spelar uh, last episode. I remember if we did it for Patreons or in the official episode, we talked about Amadeus. Mm-hmm. That is the guy who plays Mozart in that okay. movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Callback. So uh, friends told him he should be in movies, but he still had this MIT scholarship. Mm-hmm. So. He went to MIT for two weeks, and then he quit. Yeah. <laughs> he said, no, nah, it's not going to work. Once he got a taste for La La Land. Yeah. Not yet. Not <laughs> no, not La yet, La though, Land. but the promise is there. Yeah, probably like seeing his friends like moving up. These are famous people he was hanging out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just seeing them move up. Move up. 
He said after being exposed to the entertainment business, he found it more attractive and rewarding than chemical engineering. Well done. So he decided to pursue a career in acting. Hans made his film debut in the 1985 Bond film, A View to Kill. You stare. Which was Roger Moore's final film as yeah. Agent 007. Yeah, about fucking time, honey, typ 60 där. Du vet, på riktigt med en 20-åring typ så You might if we take a little champagne and fuck a bit. Du vet. I'm paraphrasing. Men det är verkligen så här. Ew. Yeah, stop it, bro. Or just make the Bond girls older. Or just don't focus that much on sex. sex. Yeah, oh, that's that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Well, it's a possibility. <laughs> He had a small role of Venz, a KGB assassin. Just that. Grace Jones was in that movie. Stood it all as a villain. Um spit a Mayday. Yep, Mayday. Mm-hmm. Why? Wow, mm-hmm. I know my uh, Bond. Yeah, uh, she recommended Hans for the role of uh, the villain. She said, so just, just, you lovers. Yeah, just put him in the movie. Come uh, Roligaste, det är Christopher Walken som är skurken i den filmen. Oh, shit. Ja. Okay, I gotta check that out. Fantastiskt. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hans found out that Sylvester Stallone was seeking an imposing fighter to play Soviet boxer Ivan Drago yeah. in Rocky IV in 1985. Mm-hmm. He sent videos and pictures of himself to a distant contact of Stallone. That's how it had to go back in the day. There wasn't no LinkedIn. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the guy? Who knows the guy? Who yeah. knows the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it got to him. He was able to try out for the role, but he got turned down. They said he's too tall. For Sylvester. Yeah. He... <laughs> Uh, he's too tall. I need someone a little bit uh, shorter, you know. Uh, uh, make me look too small. Yeah, he can't be t- He's always got to be imposing, but, you know, not too imposing, you know. <laughs> Don't make me look like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were 5,000 hopefuls for this spot. Mm-hmm. And he eventually, as you know, landed his breakout role opposite Sylvester Stallone, mm. Carl Weathers, and Bridget Nielsen. Very good. To improve his physique and athletic abilities, he trained intensely in bodybuilding. And boxing for five months mm. before the film was shot. Mm. And here's his account of his training regimen. Okay. We train six days a week. Weights in the morning for about an hour. Then boxing in the afternoon. I don't know why I'm talking like this. I like it. <laughs> then Do boxing it. in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. We did a split of chest and back one day. Then shoulders, legs, and arms the next. We boxed for an hour and a half. Practiced the fight choreography. And did bag work and abs. No accent. It was just like weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He weighed 240 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is 110 kilos. Mm-hmm. Uh, between that and 245, which is 111 kilos during the filming. 
Mm. His character's lines, if he dies, he dies. And I must break you. Are amongst the best known of all Rocky lines, yeah. of course, in the series. And, and also I, delivered so well because he studied so much drama. <laughs> <laughs> this is MIT. He's, he reached back on his uh, two weeks of MIT and oh, yeah. leaned on that. Yeah. Uh, and they've been, he's also in memes and stuff like that, popular yeah. culture. Before the movie came out, Hans had decided to use a family member's name as his stage name. Yep. Just det, för de hade adopterat en delfin. Nej. Jag vill bli named efter Dolph. The Dolphin. The Dolphin. Dolph the Dolphin. But just, the, just Dolph. We're not going to say Dolph the Dolphin. Not Dolph the Dolphin, Lundgren. That would be weird. That would be stupid. Yeah, just Dolph. 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 Uh, so I want to be, I want to, I want to be named Adolf Lundgren. Uh, are you sure? <laughs> I just want to be Adolf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like my- Adolf. Oh, not Adolf. <laughs> right. Can you just take Dolph? I guess. <laughs> he seems upset, but I can't tell because he's gone to so much theater school. <laughs> Just can't read this guy. Can't read him at all, man. His face just stays the same. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph hit Stallone uh, so hard during filming of a fight scene that Stallone was in intensive care in the St. John's Hospital for nine days. Jesus. With a bullet pressure of 290 due to swelling of the pericardial sac around his heart. Oh, my God. A chest blow. <laughs> this guy punched me two way and close <laughs> to the my, heart. He hit me in my chest. I was like, you know what? You got a smaller guy. <laughs> I didn't want to come back to shooting, though. But we got a movie to make. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew I was winning in the end, you know. <laughs> and I already filmed where I got beat up. Now it's my turn. I start beating him up. He didn't go into intensive care. <laughs> of course, there was no hard feelings, but Dolph would have to take it easy for the rest of the film, and, and there were no more injuries. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, Lundgren has highlighted the premiere of Rocky IV at Westwood Movie Theater as the moment that changed his entire life, remarking, I walked into a Westwood Movie Theater as Grace Jones' boyfriend, and I walked out 90 minutes later. Single. <laughs> <laughs> With a younger woman on my arm. Yeah. <laughs> He walked out 90 minutes later as the movie star, yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Mm. Or Dolph Lundgren, as we say. I was shell-shocked for years from the mind-boggling and daunting experience of being a student athlete from tiny Sweden, suddenly having to live up to a new action star persona. Yeah. And that's when I started fucking bitches like Kurt. No, yeah. <laughs> Now, I don't think he was like, he seemed like a serial monogamist. Uh, so how do you follow up Rocky IV? Well, you don't? Do well. You? What did he do after that? In 1987, mm-hmm. Lundgren released on home media a workout video called Maximum Potential. Wow. This is where I should I should have found some videos of this stuff, man. It would have been great. Some clips, yeah, some clips. Maybe I could find clips and put it on Patreon. Do you want to reach your maximum potential? <laughs> My name is Dolph Lundgren, and I can show you how to. I am big and I am strong. I have <laughs> maximized my potential, <laughs> and I can show you how to reach your potential. I have started acting. <laughs> you think he did it in a 
natural voice. You think he did like had, did an accent? Like, does he do it in Russian voice? You know what I'm saying? I think he has a Swedish uh, yeah, probably. pronunciation. Yeah. yeah oh, you think he leaned into yeah, the he uh, Russian leaned into Dolph thing? But I, I uh, Drago. Uh, it was so long as I saw them, but I never do passer. If he dies, he dies. It's not like if he dies, he yeah, dies. That was very overdue. Uh, yeah. okay, good point. I don't know. Uh, I think he just did his best English in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't care. They just just punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Russian enough. Go. He got his first lead role as He Man in Masters just of the Universe, the, based on a popular children's toy line and cartoon. Just had you had a massive He Man gubar. Boy, okay. were they homoerotic. <laughs> it's just a bunch of uh, muscle people yeah. with no clothes. It's crazy. Uh, he weighed his all-time heaviest. Um, I, w- I wrote in here, have you seen Masters of the Universe? And then I wrote, of course not. But you probably saw it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't. I had a massive okay. He-Man uh, okay. I had the figure. He-Man. I had the toys, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the film was a critical failure and viewed as far too violent for a family picture. See, that's why I didn't see it. I don't like violence. Okay, it's referred to as a flop yeah. by Variety magazine yeah. and has a 13% rotten rating on Ooh. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. He was criticized for being too wooden as a leading man. No, no, because he studied drama. He studied drama. I don't understand what they're talking about. Misverstod. Han var före sin generation bara. In 1988, he starred in Red Scorpion, where he plays a Soviet KGB agent. Men då gick det väl bättre? Who sent to an African country to assassinate the leader of an anti-communist rebel movement, but eventually switches sides. Oh, and he's the lead. Yeah. Okay. It was poorly received and has a 17% rotten tomato. Yeah, poor Dolph. Mm-hmm. Here's a here's a a quote from one of the uh, critics. Mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren's pectorals are the real stars of Red Scorpion, an action adventure movie set in the fictional African country of Mumbaka. So mm. they're talking about his chest and the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a nice chest. Yeah. He then started as a Marvel Comics character, Frank Castle. The Punisher. Punisher. Right. In the nineteen eighty nine film Punisher. The film received mainly negative reviews mm. and currently holds twenty four percent rotten rating. Oof. Christopher Null, the critic, gave the film one out of five uh gave it a one out of five. Saying that it was marred by cheeseball sets and special effects, lame fight sequences, and some of the worst acting ever to disgrace the screen. <laughs> <laughs> But not all critics disliked it. Time Out magazine concluded the film was destructive, reprehensible, and marvelous fun. So ah, uh, it's like, what are you looking for? Yeah. Right. I mean, uh... in 1990, he starred in a sci fi thriller, I Come in Peace, also known as Dark Angel, where he plays a tough Houston cop. With an inner sensitivity who does not let the rules of the police procedure prevent him from pursuing his mission to wipe out a gang of drug dealers who killed his partner. Oh, yeah. In 91, he was in cover-up opposite Louis Gossett Jr., a legendary Jesus. actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He plays a Marine veteran who turns his life, he finds his life in jeopardy after following, stumbling across a political cover-up. He's in Showdown in Little Tokyo with Brandon Lee. Remember him? Bruce Lee's uh, son? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who got shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he got killed on set. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that got negative reviews, too. He was in a sci-fi film uh, with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Um, where there are soldiers who died in the Vietnam War, and they got reanimated. It's called Universal Soldiers. Oh, you stared. They were dumb, Toya. And then it, it, they made it to the Cannes Film Festival, where they 
Why? Well, some <laughs> some people think they staged a fight. They got into a verbal altercation at a Cannes Film Festival when they were there, and uh, they, it, it almost turned physical. Their altercation, uh, but people think that was a uh, was fake. Yeah, the movie still made one hundred and two million on a twenty three million dollar budget, so it was a profitable hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. Uh, but mainstream mainstream critics dis- dismissed it as a Terminator 2 ripoff. Yeah, I can I förstår det lite. Det är väl rimligt. From 93 to 95, he played in four movies, all action movies with familiar plots. He did Joshua Tree, Pentathlon, Men of War, and Johnny Mnemonic with the Keanu Reeves. Johnny Mnemonic. Det är väl han. Det typ Johnny. Det Keanu Reeves sämsta. Typ. Yep. Yeah. Uh, say what you want about Dolph Lundgren, but he kept working, man. Yeah. None of the movies received rave reviews, but um, this isn't really the type. He's not making the type of movies for critics. No. Studios just kept making the movies, so Dolph kept taking them, kept acting. Of course. Uh, 1995 will be his last film to release in theaters until 2010. The Expendables. Right. It's uh, But between this and The Expendables, it's time for... Straight to DVD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When movies are at their best. Oh, yeah. 1996 to 2004 saw Dolph crank out action movie after action movie. Yeah. I didn't know about this. He was in at least eight movies that mostly featured him as ex-military guy out for revenge after being double-crossed by a secret government conspiracy, oh, but they don't know who they're messing with. Oh, no. <laughs> movie after movie like that. I can't. I don't want to read through all the plots. Can I use the same manus as the film? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay, good. Okay, instead of a a, a Navy SEAL, can he be a Marine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Okay, next movie. Army <laughs> Ranger? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> they can can they not know who they're messing with? Good idea. <laughs> Think I heard that somewhere before. No, they don't know who they're fucking with. Oh, that's what you've heard before. Yes. But in this one, they don't know who they're messing with. Oh, so this is PG-13 then. Yes, it's for kids. <laughs> it's for kids. There's only going to be one beheading. We're talking to the ratings people about that. <laughs> I know how to do that. If he dies, he might live. <laughs> <laughs> in 2004 uh, so this saw Dolph change over to the director's chair ja men nu kommer väl är det million dollar baby nej är det <laughs> the, the departed nej vänta vilken är det åh oh, det är någon det är någon har fått Oscar för <laughs> the director Sidney J. Fury got sick in pre-production of the movie The Defender a movie about the bodyguard for the head of the NSA that needs to protect the man that protects the nation in the war on terror <laughs> The terror who doesn't know who it's fucking with. <laughs> He's uh, uh, He directed and starred in this one. And then he got the director's book. He directed three of his next five straight-to-DVD movies. The Mechanic, which actually got good reviews, as an action movie that gives us what we want. Uh, Missionary Man was Dolph's version of an old Western, the type of film that he always wanted to make. Okay. Except uh, instead of motorcycles... I mean, he used motorcycles instead of horses. Ah. Because he said it was uh, cheaper and less time-consuming because he's got, got shit to do. <laughs> so, so he was like, all right, instead of bringing all the horses in, mm. let's just make it a biker gang, and then we just fight the bikers. <laughs> and this film made it into the Dallas Film Festival. I had never heard of it before this article, so it's not like this. 
Dallas Film Festival. In 2009, the Dolph Lundgren Scholarship was instituted in Dolph's name, which is awarded to the student with the best grades at all Dolph School in Kramfors. Oi. The school where he himself studied. Uh-huh. Lundgren then reunited with Jean-Claude Van Damme in Universal Soldier Regeneration. Yeah! Where he plays his old character, Andrew Scott's clone. The film was released theatrically in the Middle East. So now he's back. In the Middle East? Yeah, in Southeast Asia and directly to video in the United States and other parts of the world. Since its release, the film has received better than average reviews for a straight-to-DVD release. Now we're talking. Uh, for a straight-to-DVD franchise sequel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, film critic Brian Orndorff gave the film a B, calling it moody, pleasingly quick draw, and knows when to quit. I don't know what they're going to do, but it's good. And it makes the Universal Soldier brand name bizarrely vital once again. Dread Central gave it three out of five knives, saying there's almost nothing but solid B-level action. So it's three out of five knives. Yes. I give it three sharp, sharp knives. Yeah, sharp. Yeah. <laughs> sharp knives. Can I, uh, two butter knives and one steak knife. <laughs> <laughs> This one gets three Japanese chef's knives. <laughs> The 2010s saw a sort of resurgence for Dolph. He hosted Eurovision. In that decade. Oh, you're done. Okay. Yeah. He acted in movies with theatrical releases again. All the Expendables. In the U.S., yeah, like yeah. the Expendables franchise. Yeah. He has had cameos on popular TV shows and films. Mm-hmm. He was in Creed 2. Ah, used to. As an older version of Ivan Drago, his ah. son is going to fight Creed's son. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> have you seen it? No. Oh. I I've seen the first Creed. But I started to watch Creed, but I didn't get it again. I think I'll see it. We should watch it together. Yeah. Because I started and didn't finish it. Mm. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, but um, from what I saw, he did a good job. The part I saw. Oh. He was like, you know, the beaten down old man. And they make you feel a little... They dig deeper into the character. Yeah. Plays, him, plays himself, basically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he lives in both L.A. and Stockholm. Mm-hmm. I can't do his story without telling you this crazy story that happened to him. Go. In early May 2009, so not too long ago, three masked burglars reportedly broke into Lundgren's Marbella home. Mm-hmm. The burglars tied up and threatened his his wife. Mm-hmm. And then they were going around the house, and they found a family photo, photo and realized it's fucking Dolph Lundgren. And they ran off. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, he later stated that he believed the intruders to be Eastern European, and he had asked contacts in Bulgaria to investigate the situation. Oh, so he's Liam Neeson in Taken yeah. now. <laughs> I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> I've studied drama. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very particular. <laughs> My set, set of, of skills, skills is fantastic. I've studied drama <laughs> and also uh, I know karate. I know uh, karate. Karate. Mm. <laughs> and I I've been in a Bond movie. <laughs> so uh so don't mess with me. <laughs> I will find you. Mm. <laughs> Imagine now you look around this house and you see a photo of fucking Ivan Drago. Yeah. You're like, "Oh shit." Yeah. 
I'm going to start leaving photos of <laughs> Ivan Drago around my apartment. Ja, yeah. eller hur? Det är bättre än en vakthund. <laughs> man kan ha typ någon sån att de kliver på någon, på någon bräda så hör man bara så här, If he dies, he dies. <laughs> They're like, shit, he's here. He's here. Um, he later stated, oh no, I said that part already. Uh, they didn't find out who did it, by the way. Yeah, okay. His Bulgarian context didn't work out. No, because they were phony. <laughs> Uh, after the incident, incident Lundgren's elder daughter Ida suffered from PTSD. Understandable. Oh Bad yeah, yeah. And his wife was the most traumatized from it, and then they divorced in 2011. Nay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Tuft. He had some relationships after that, uh, that marriage, and then finally, in true Hollywood star fashion, he married Emma Krokdal. Um, a Norwegian personal trainer that's 40 years younger than him. Snyggt, fräscht, härligt, bra. They got married this July. Oh, really? A few months ago. Bara, jag tänkte att vi skulle gå in till musiken från Rocky 4. Hon bara, vad är det? Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Damn. She was born, what, 10 years after Rocky? That's crazy. Jesus. Uh, two months before that, this May, Dolph Lundgren revealed that he has battled kidney cancer since Oy. 2015. Oh, Yeah, I do hope he's able to beat it. He has persevered in his professional life with over 80 films under his belt. Sure. <laughs> I said he's persevered. I didn't say. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, you can you can call them films. That's fine. <laughs> 80 projects. Under the belt. Thank you. <laughs> so best of luck to you, Mr. Hans Dolph Lundgren. Oh. That's the story of the fascinating Hans Dolph Lundgren. Clap, 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 <laughs> my friend. Det där var fantastiskt. Yeah, att det tog sån tid också. Jag bara, Hans Lundgren? Och sen bara, wait a minute, karate yeah. <laughs> and the states. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, man. Kul. Fortsätt att uh, lyssna och om ni inte är Patreon så bli Patreons, right? Yeah, man. How could you not do this? Patreon.com slash teachmesweden and uh, if you have ideas for episodes we could do then send them in to teachmesweden at gmail.com if it's uh, for Eric then put it in Swedish or say it's for Eric yeah. it's in English uh, or if it's for me put it in English or Swedish or whatever just say that it's for me yeah yeah the ones that are in English I always grab them yeah so uh, thank y'all so much man yeah um, we'll, uh, we'll be back soon and those of you that are Patreon uh, subscribers you get some extra treats oh like yeah we're gonna do right now where we do a little extra stuff man yeah shitty sketches some slight yeah shitty sketches behind the scenes of the history yeah if you will yeah so we'll uh, we'll catch y'all later it's yeah. been John the Rowland Oye Ekbrostrom teaching you Sweden Fried. Fried.